show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too so promise there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. My name is Kat. My name is Wendy. My name is Tara. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Wayne Newton. <laughs> and listen, uh, this, is, uh, this is a podcast. We talk about stuff. We have fun. We make some jokes, have a few laughs. Uh, on this particular episode of this podcast, we're going to be, we're going to go to purgatory for just a minute. We're going to talk about uh, the Oscars that are going to already have happened by the time you hear this. <laughs> but we don't know the winners yet. Yeah. We are actually all wearing ball gowns right now. Yes, we are. And we're also going to discuss some things that we have been watching. But first, we're going to open up what we like to call the mail sack. It's big this week, guys. It's another <laughs> bursting sack. It's, it's been pretty big lately. It has been. In a, we should I, see a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't, can't be normal. <laughs> Mm-mm. Uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. Oh. That's so pleasing to the ears. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's relaxing. Uh, my email, my first one is from Alice. Alice. Hi, uh, Alice. Hi, Have Alice. Have we heard from Alice before? I don't know if she's emailed us. I think that she's definitely been interacting with our socials. I know oh, mm-hmm. Alice is the... Uh, Socials. Is, yeah, she's definitely out there. So uh, thanks, Alice. This might be your first email. It might not. I apologize. Uh, our memories are tiny. For not knowing. The subject of this email is mind blown. Alice says, I never picked up on the fact that Julian was only able to return to the Ghost River Triangle because Waverly crossed over boundary with Alice. Just when I think I understand it all, someone throws it throws out a little tidbit like this regarding the one owner herb group therapy. Definitely need more of this. My favorite part of the entire podcast? Question mark. Pussy cam. I <laughs> am dead. Also, thanks for covering the Nevers. I also watched Pilot twice. It made it, it made much more sense on second viewing. Alice. Yes, thanks, Alice. I My mind was also blown. I think Laura threw that out there, that Julian returned after Waverly crossed over. Like, that was really, really fun to learn something new like that. And yeah, I think we'll have some more group, ser- group therapy sessions in the future. Mm-hmm. We, we're going to need it. Another yeah. mind blown. And yes, we will be talking more Nevers. I watched it twice, too. And... It was. It does help. It makes more sense sure. when you watch okay. the Nevers pilot twice. Yeah, we'll be talking about that in what For are sure. we watching? <laughs> For sure, coming up. But first, Wendy, <laughs> <laughs> let me reach into nice. my mail sack over here. It's very smooth, Sarah. So here's a little behind the scenes technical oh. technical hint. The sound of my mail sack <laughs> is a bag of goldfish, rainbow goldfish, mm. nice snacks. But it, it's, are, that's where I get my. That's where I keep my mail. Are the uh, fish yeah. actually rainbow colored? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, here's like a little yeah, let's see red, that. Little red Aww. fish. Aww. That's I think cute. There's, there's yellow and orange. I think I ate all the blue or green already. <laughs> Are they, so. They're safe to eat like that? Well, we'll find this? out. <laughs> find out. So very this, gay. Very this, super gay fish. Very, very pretty. Uh, this male is from Jen. Jen says, Hello. 
I've been looking for something new to watch since Winona. <laughs> she said Winona Earl. I know it's a fight. <laughs> Winona Earps, hopefully season finale, not series finale. And after you all mentioned The Wilds, I decided to give it a go. That first episode went from, this is all right, to what the F did I just watch? And yes, play the next episode in the span of about 3.718 seconds. <laughs> kind of like WandaVision. Now I am hooked when I'm done with season one, which should be in approximately five hours. I look forward to trying more of your recommendations. Hmm. Thanks for this one. And if you guys ever do have to share a beer, you know, they make these neat things called glasses, right? <laughs> or the beer in and uh, who am I kidding? Beer is consumed straight from the bottle or the can. So I love your show. Can't wait to see how magic the gathering turns out. Neither could we. <laughs> I hope we'll all be able to play at Earp Expo 2022. Yeah. Um, oh, that'll be fun. Oh my God. Yeah, Kat and I, we'll talk a little wilds because she's i think three ups in i'm two so yeah. i'm glad we sort of recommended it even though we really don't know how it ends up uh hopefully it stays good yeah um, so we'll be talking about that and we know there are glasses but we don't like to share that's our problem <laughs> yeah cat doesn't share beer <laughs> joey don't share food <laughs> and we don't share beer so. and we're gonna be playing uh magic the gathering very soon so mm -hmm. uh, very soon I'm, we've I'm been practicing yes i can't say mine is going very well but i'm trying <laughs> This is that, the dice. That's what it's all about. Ready to roll. Yeah. A lot of a ASMR on this episode so far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> was good. I like it. Mm. Yes. Thanks, Jen. What? I now am going to go into the mail sack, and oh. my mail sack sounds like... It sounds like dice. <laughs> There's some, there is some dice in there. I'm oh, reaching into it. a tiny pouch. Look at that. Look at that little and pouch. And I'm pulling like out... Like on a baby kangaroo. <laughs> A few dice. Here they are. Do they have mail also, on them? They have a piece of mail on them. They do. Oh, that's so interesting. I don't interesting. know how that makes sense. But <laughs> really? Uh, I really didn't know how to go get to that point. <laughs> I just really wanted to play with those dice. Is it die or dice? Probably die. I feel like we sound like I amateurs think, saying dice. I think is it die? Dices? <laughs> I, I, think give, I think dice <laughs> is multiple. I think a die is oh, single. So we're right. So we're, yes, okay, well, I had multiple die, which is dice. Okay. I like dice. Dice, <laughs> yes. All right. Dice. AK wrote us. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote it very, very tiny on the side of this die. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Says, I'm extremely concerned, my snoplings. <laughs> the subject of this is worrying development. <laughs> I'm extremely concerned, my snoplings, that in our enthusiasm, we appear to have split your sack. Is it going to need stitching, or do you mm. think it might be okay with just ointment? Oh. It's too early to tell yeah. right now. Nine to five deep dive? Yes, please. And yes, yes, yes to a socially, geographically, temporarily distanced group watch of Wicked Azena Musical. Yes. That would be worth getting up in the middle of the night for. You've got, you've got snop tarts in pretty much every time zone, right? I think T2 is basically the snot pioneer. I love Whatever this. is done, it's a good bet she did it first, except possibly mention trousers. That's true. <laughs> but she's welcome anyway. I'd high five her if I could work out a sensible way to achieve it. If any other snot tarts are near her, perhaps they could do it for me. We'll oh, come on. on Seriously, cars weren't invented by the Americans or the British. The first modern motor car was invented by a German named Benz. Do we believe mm. her? That sounds mm. a little too convenient. The rule of staying left <laughs> began before the motor car, though, like Roman Empire before. Oh, is that? Yeah. Is she, is she just it's that right. much smarter than us? No, it's, it's true. Like, probably. The reason, oh, wow, yeah. The reason um, 
like roads are a certain size and like tra- train tracks are a certain size because they're based on the carts that the Roman Empire used. So like that's the width of a of a normal street. Oh. Mm, wow. Yeah. Mm. Hey. Uh, AK I goes on to say, <laughs> generally, ovine midwife is not an actual job title in and of itself. I've already made business cards, so I, <laughs> oh, no. I beg to differ. Oh, no. It's one of the principal tasks of the shepherd, though. Yes, shepherd is still an actual job. It's not got the glamorous mythology of being a cowboy, nor its own particular style of hat, <laughs> though the flat cap is pretty common to it here. But it's still a real vocation that you can just about earn a living doing it. It's more of a way of life than a job load, like many of the nature-based traits. So, back to (laughs) nomenclature. Oh. Okay. Nomenclature? Nomenclature? Sure. She gives us some definitions. Ovine equals of or pertaining to sheep. Okay. Bovine is of or pertaining to cows. Hmm. Strigine (laughs) is of or pertaining to owls. And snopine is of pertaining to the snop. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Have a thing. See what she did there. Oh, AK. Mm-hmm. I like that. I love I like you. <laughs> <laughs> the West Country is not only wild and pretty in many places. It has one thing that makes me want to be there instead of here, the mm. sea. Gorgeous beaches and little Cornish village- fishing villages are magic in good weather, despite being a total tourist trap. Alas, <laughs> you can't get a great deal more landlocked in the UK than in the North Cotswolds. I've seen the sea. I've not seen the sea in more than a year, and it's making my brain itch. Mm-hmm. I just finished the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the longest uh, acronym ever. T F T Fat was, uh, and I kind of <laughs> loved it. Of the two, though, I'm surprised to say I actually liked Wandavision better, which is a pretty big admission for me, given my misgivings at the start. Right, I'll let you get on. I'll see you tomorrow. Insert American style expression of excitement and enthusiasm here. A K, <laughs> and we. Will be AK has helped craft the That's magic, right. the gathering snop edition. That's right. We're going to see her very soon. Yes. Very excited about that. We have a zoom, yes. A zoom date. <laughs> wish I had a flat cap. <laughs> oh, I wish I did too. I don't uh, think I do. Hey, hey, can I go again? Yeah, please. Good old fashioned. This is from AK. No, it's not. This is from T2. <laughs> T2 gets pushed back again. I Got know. Got it wrong again. No, I'm uh, This is not good. Okay, so T, uh, T2, uh, the subject of this email is itching. And mm-hmm. T2 says, hi again. So only after sending my last message did I realize that a reference like itching to respond was likely to spark some kind of comment, which it did. To clarify, there is no itching in my britches. I refer only to my general <laughs> wish to participate more in the conversation. Tara is the one who keeps taking things to people's pants slash trousers, <laughs> not me. Mm. And no fair giving me a hard time about the whole who did what first thing. I didn't even bring it up this time. AK did. <laughs> AK is definitely T2's advocate. I love it. Uh, she says, and the first time I quietly innocently mentioned it offline to Kat, and she's the one who brought it up on the snop. So there. By the way, <laughs> I loved Burn, Wendy's. Cat. I know this. I'm just getting. I'm getting torn up today. By the way, I loved Wendy's observation about fans asking actors slash performers about minute details. It's so true that those of us observing pick up on the things that ones doing the creating don't necessarily notice or remember. It's all good. I love the opportunity to interact with y'all. Friendly ribbing included. 
I also got pretty excited about the prospect of snot meetups at upcoming cons and maybe playing Magic the Gathering together. Yes, please. Can't wait to meet more snot tarts. Take care, T2. P.S. Did you watch the, did you catch the hey ho in Neek's voicemail? I swear I heard it and I can't help it. I immediately wanted to go back and rewatch Gentleman Jack. I love hearing other <laughs> fans' voices, accents, and dialect. So much fun. Thanks, T2. Thanks, T2. <laughs> T2, I completely agree with you that it's all Kat's fault. That's fantastic. The, of course, the, of course, the Terras would gang up on me. <laughs> There's power in numbers of oh, Terras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there has to be more of us out there. The Terras are very powerful. <laughs> all right. Well, we got one more mail. Goldfish. Uh from Neeks, our buddy Neeks. Hello, mighty snoppers. Last episode was pure gold. Brilliant hearing the 4B review with the group and loved hearing Anne from the Why Not podcast doing my first full season for rewatch, listening along with them. And it's so much fun and discovering more than before, especially with subtitles on. As for lambing season here in Cornwall, yes, it happens at the beginning of the year. We managed to get two lots in and the fields surround my house after the lambing season's done. So it's... It's after the lambing season, it's on to the not so quiet calving season (laughs) where let's just say you can hear the bull from fields away all day and night. Oh, Oh, does that mean they're like making baby calves? Yeah. Mm. Having baby calves? Oh, God. Taking a lover. (laughs) (laughs) Many lovers. Well, she continues. What to watch next? Well, I'm trying to catch up on a multitude of shows recommended by you whilst. I love that word. Mm, Constantly looking for new ones. So far in lockdown, whilst. Ooh, two uses of whilst. (laughs) Still working. I've completed Lost Girl, which Kat and I still have failed to do. Yes. Killjoys, Dark Matter, Carmilla, Batwoman Season 1, Dickinson Season 1, and of Uh, course, Winona Earp. A few times, but rewatching that never gets old, I'm sure. Kat can attest to that. Currently got a Buffy rewatch on the go, whilst three. Oh, (laughs) we should like drink. Drink. Yeah, we need to keep count. Whilst whilst watching the five. Foster's Good Witch for Catboro. Of course. Says, don't worry, I've got person of interest and grays mm. on my watch list too, but wondering what else you guys would prescribe this country West West Country nerd. Also, <laughs> would also like to say I'm sorry to hear of the gorgeous Roe getting his wings. He will be forever part of the snop, sending a cyber hug. Mm. Yes. Oh. Thank you, Neeks. I didn't see that. Appreciate that, that. The sad sweet. note was going, coming mm. up. No. <laughs> we love Roe. Yeah, we miss him. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Well, sounds like you've got a lot of TV under your belt that uh, we'll ha- we'll be happy to. I'm sure. I mean, if you do, you know, complete whatever list you're on, and then get to Person of Interest in Grey's Anatomy, you don't need any more recommendations for a while. That'll take uh, years. Grey's especially will take a while, as will POI. Um, little, you know, four and a half seasons. Yeah, but it, we will so, talk about the Nevers later if you do want to jump on like a bandwagon yes. that's happening now on HBO Max. Really liking that one, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about. Yeah. I also finished Dickinson season two, so I'm all caught up. Oh, boy. Loved it. Uh, so at some point. What, where are you, Kat? Oh, no, I haven't started it. Oh. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> behind. like, oh, you're just like a no. couple episodes. Okay. I want to, though. <laughs> uh, I loved it. I I love it. I could awesome. probably t- tell the first season in a, in a s- story uh, form. Uh, that would be Story a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Well, um. thanks everybody for writing in. 
Uh, if yeah. you want to send us a message, you can do that through our website at SheNerdsOut.com or, and you can also leave us a voicemail there, but you can also send us an email at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. You should also go <laughs> on to Apple Podcasts or wherever oh. you listen if you can leave a review. Hell yeah. And rate us. And just like last time, we'll wait while you listen to this bag of dice. <laughs> Or bag of goldfish. It's just going to be a sound, uh, you know, attack or, or a work ASMR. document. ASMR. <laughs> a work document. That's the most exciting. Yes. All right. If you haven't, you can do that while you listen to the rest of the podcast. Yeah, you or can do- you can go on Instagram and Facebook and find us at SheNerds.podcast. Or Twitter at uh, Snop. Wait, what are we? At yeah. Snop Podcast. Yeah. 1D. Is that yeah. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, what's going on tonight? Well pals any big event in this town we live in yeah tonight in our in our timeline um it's the oscars it's the where's your seat guys i'm right next to meryl (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually uh i'm 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 tending bar so i can't actually be (laughs) inside the ceremony obviously i'm directing the cast (laughs) oh well Yeah, it's it's the Oscars, and I guess it's not. They're not doing a Zoom thing. They people have to be there, right? They're gonna be there, really. Yes, but it's they're having it in uh, Union Station. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Oh, it's the drive-in one. No, they're not driving in. They're sitting there. Wait, they're They're sitting in the. They're not sitting in their cars. They're in like in the building. In the building, it's a beautiful outside Union Station. Yes, it's actually beautiful. It's a beautiful building inside. Well, I I know it is, but I could never imagine it dressed up for the Oscars with like Meryl Streep walking into Meryl. Actually, she's cool. She probably she can handle anything, you know. But like, uh, I don't know. I'm sure it'll look pretty. Pretty. It's for the spacing. I forget that. Like, I see this every day on our news coverage, but I forget. Like, I was talking to my Oscar posse that we talk every year (laughs) um, at Oscar time, and. um, yeah, I was breaking the news to them too. It's at uh, Union Station this year. They're and then and then the the attendees have to wear they don't wear masks during the broadcast, but I guess they have to push put them on during the commercial breaks. Oh, uh, whatever. Boy, what is the point? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is um, come on. And I don't know if that's because like, <laughs> hey, when you're going to the bathroom, because germs only move around when the cameras are rolling, and you're lo- what? That's come on. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. <laughs> It's know. good enough just to have people in person. Why can't you just let them leave their mask? Well, they got to take take them on and off, and their hair is going to be. I all feel like up. if if like you know Meryl doesn't put on the mask, someone's they're not going to go. Meryl, put on your mask or leave. Play by our rules, but you but never I, know. Maybe they will. But I also think everyone's going to be pretty cool about it. I'm I think sure they will too. I'm glad. I'm I'm just glad to actually see, you know, people in a building and not on Zoom calls. I agree. It's going to be cool. What percentage of the people do you think are going to Keep their mask on the whole time. Like mm. on camera? On camera. I think they told him not to. And they, they kind of said, the, here's the way we're doing it. said not to? Okay. I think they said, here's so, how we're doing it. If you don't want to, uh, you know, abide by what the, the parameters we set up, don't attend. Don't come. So, okay, even more so. What percentage do you think <laughs> will say, F you, I'm a big star, I'm here, and I'm going to be responsible uh, there might if be I some. feel like it. Get over it. I don't think I can. Be. Under or over three on camera. <laughs> three masks on camera? Three masks on camera. Under. In, like in the audience when they don't have to, you know, whatever. I'll go over. And there'll be fancy matching 
masks to their gowns. There will be suits. some very fancy masks. For they'll sure. have jewels on them. Yeah, be, be, bedazzled. <laughs> yes, it's part of. Because you know they'll have they'll. I wonder if they'll have them on for like the red carpet and all that stuff. Right. Is there a red, is there a red yeah. carpet? Yeah, they gotta walk in the building. That's true. They gotta walk in <laughs> somehow. Socially distanced. I'm sure there will be. I've seen. So they already had some pregame or pre-show. Oh, really? And there's there's hosts standing. I know it's all day, and just a couple hosts standing out there just talking about the movies and the actors. Nobody's really there. Hmm. You know, it's probably still setting it up, but. Uh, they they were on a red carpet, so I assume people will then walk on said red red carpet Fair into enough. the building. But with like with the press, like with I e guess and I'm sure the press will be uh, all masked up and maybe so, like less and distanced. I don't know. Is I'm Union sure. Station just closed today? I Apparently, feel like it's like a mass transport <laughs> for the people of Los Angeles. <laughs> I honestly felt like they said, and maybe not today, but at some point. They were like, oh, you can still go through there on your bus or whatever. <laughs> I'm guessing today, no. I don't know, but they're shutting it down. It's Oscars. I mean, they shut, I mean, they shut down Hollywood Boulevard for the Oscars normally. Yeah, no, but huge street. Mass trans. It's like I the know. hub. Union Station is the hub of all the trains. Yes, there is a subway, multiple subway lines, and they all converge at Union Station. And, also, and there's and also a bus station one, and an actual train station yeah and to get from one line to the other it's not like new york where everything's like underground and that's all you got to go up the escalator at union station walk through the main part sometimes all the way to the end to get to the other line to get well, where you're going maybe meryl part of the show will be <laughs> escorting travelers to their <laughs> destination so, oh we've got some uh train go on go right on through uh we'll escort amazing. them uh, so many major hubs and uh, how are people Get, people got to work. They're just shutting down. That's wild. This is important, Tara. Hollywood is important to me. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've taken that train down to Union Station. Yes, I've ridden on the LA subway. Is that the one yes, I used to ride course. into? I ride no. all the time. I guess I've ridden it. Probably. Yeah, you've probably been in there because it used to exit right at the uh, the other. I used I work at a hospital at the other hospital. I don't know <laughs> oh, if you mentioned this. Oh, I used do? to work at. There's a train stop right there. So some days. If I was feeling good, I'd maybe ride my bike down, take the train back. Uh, but not on Oscar Day, I guess. <laughs> the signage will help people navigate the detour. There's, there's oh, like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm sure fun. it'll be a mess and people will complain. Oh, my God. What are going to do? A mess. It's fine. It's going to be fine. I don't to tell you. But anyway, <laughs> have you even seen any of the, <laughs> this tough nominated? Because I I've have seen, seen a couple, two of actually. The yeah, I've seen surprisingly two or three. Not going to lie, I'm com very uninvested this year, but I think a lot of people probably are. Yeah, I feel like it's same. one of those, after everything, it's like, oh, good, we get to watch Hollywood reward itself for doing their jobs. <laughs> but, I mean, the spectacle <laughs> of it's fun. I mean, I, you yeah. know, like I said, I have an Oscar group. We talk every year. They're coming out for it next year. Um, but... Uh, fun, unless you're at Union Station trying to get somewhere. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Like, I have seen Nomadland. Hey, me too. Or, like, our, our reporter kept calling it Nomadland. Like, mm. it's where everyone's happy. Uh, mm. Nomadland and oh Trial of Chicago Seven. That, okay, that's I liked both. Um, I saw Nom Nomadland and <laughs> I saw um, it's not no nominated for Best Picture, but I did see Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which is up for some acting um, yes. nominations at least. I think. What'd you think of that? I liked it a lot. It was yeah. I didn't know what to expect, and mm -hmm. it's uh, it was really good. Obviously, it's Chadwick Boseman's last role, mm -hmm. but there's some there's some gay stuff in it, guys. Really? I think I've seen a clip that made me think, oh, is that gay? It's amazing. And also, um, Viola Davis 
is completely transformed. Like she, it's it's not like I've ever seen her before. She's hmm. just she. I mean, she looks pretty different. She is so versatile. Uh, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big big Viola Davis fan. She's also a fun follow on Insta. She always has a lot of really fun and also informative <laughs> and educational things. And she has a dog. Wasn't she the one with a dog named Cornbread? No, that was Regina King. Regina King, that's right. Regina King and that's a dog named at the Golden Globes. Oh, oh cute. That's Corn right. Bread's it was Regina. Show. <laughs> that's right. Is Regina's film? No, it's no, not it's got nominated. A couple acting nominations, mm. but and it wasn't she up was there. Not nominated mm. either. Mm. Yeah. We did have two female directors: Chloe Zhao for mm. Nomadland, which I and I'm Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman, mm. and you, a few and three dudes. Tara, have you seen any of these? I only saw the sequel to Nomadland, which was No Angerland. It was not nominated, though. <laughs> so that's a no from see what I did there. <laughs> yeah, I heard that was super was hard to find. Thinking that up the whole time. Again. <laughs> Good job. Good job. I gave uh, no recommendations today for Sound of Metal, which I haven't seen, but uh, it looks from good. a friend. We I did almost, see Soul, almost one that. of the animated features that I really liked. Yeah. I mean, there, um, it looks like there's some good stuff. Honestly, I just have not been motivated at all to watch movies this year. I feel like this is going to be a year. pretty crappy ratings year. And here's, here's, you know what I think? I think mm. they know this. Mm. But tonight, during the Oscars, which I'm really more excited about than the Oscars, we get our first trailer for Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Ooh. And I think maybe this is a little of, look, we know everybody's at home. Like, all these are pretty much on streaming. Probably there weren't any big blockbusters that people are like, excited to watch. But it's like, hey, look, guys, <laughs> big blockbusters are coming back. And there's one that's probably going to be nominated. So check it out. Get excited. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I hope that movie's good. I feel like the fact that they're hyping it during this year's Oscars when it comes out December 10th, I think they feel good about it. I mean, okay. it's Steven. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I've got a lot of faith in that one. I mean, there, there are some good films. I feel like Oscars were already, it's not like, I mean, they've been declining, right? I mean, it's not like they were, they, the people have been concerned about the state of awards. I think the Golden Globes had like the worst ratings since I don't even know what. Mm. I think not being virtual will help. Uh, but I feel like just not enough people have seen enough films to get that excited about yeah. them. Even though there's good films, there's good performances. Um, I, you know, the only reason, uh, full disclosure, I get the screeners so I can watch them for free in my house, <laughs> which yeah. is how I've watched two of them. Uh, or actually one of them. I think they're all kind of online somewhere though, right? Streaming services. Usually, yeah, for the most yeah. part. At some point. Yeah. I mean, but do, do we want to make any predictions? I mean, it's hard to <sighs> hard to predict. Sure. It would just... I mean, I've heard Minari is fantastic, and it seems to be a favorite in a lot of these categories. I feel like Nomadland's kind of got a lot of, I mean, hype. It's been, I feel like, one of the front runners for a while. It's an excellent movie. I, I would yeah. love for Chloe, the director, Chloe Zhao, mm-hmm. to win. And uh, Frances McDormand, she's kind of Oscar gold. Like, you can't really, yeah. you can't beat... Uh, Frances McDormand like in a lead role. She just she becomes that character. She really did in this. I feel like, but Such I can't even say because I haven't seen any of the other ones. So I know it's exactly. I'm not trying to judge her against the rest. I just haven't. One thing I did one one performance I did like. I don't think I win, but I was surprised how much I like Sasha Baron Cohen mm. in Trial of the Chicago Seven. Mm-hmm. Like I actually liked him. I'm yeah. not a Borat fan or anything of his, but I liked him in this a lot. 
Yeah. He's and again, su- that rounds out everything I've seen. Surprise. He's surprisingly <laughs> versatile as an actor. He's not just a goofball. Uh, but I haven't seen that movie. So, yeah, this is a very infor- we're not really a bastion of insights. Segment. <laughs> <laughs> look, I think everybody's with us. It's like, yeah, let's see. I mean, look, I've, like I said, I've talked to these friends. We bonded uh, years and years ago around our love of films and the Oscars. And now every year we talk on Oscar Day. It's our catch up it. with our lives, talk Oscars. And today we had done all our chatting and then something about the Oscars came up like, oh yeah, we should talk about it. Has anybody <laughs> seen anything? A <laughs> couple things. And um, so it's just one of those years. And I feel for the nominees that, especially if it's their, like their first year or something, it's like, I'm going to be nominated. And most of the people are kind of like, oh, good. All right. Whatever. Um, but I'll watch. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'll um, definitely watch let me throw a shout out here. I caught a film today on National Geographic Channel that uh, I had seen. It's from a few years ago, a documentary. If you haven't seen it, it's called Free Solo. Oh, it God. One. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was reminded again of how good this freaking movie is. It's crazy. And it's, but, you know, if you haven't seen or heard about it, you probably have. But, you know, a guy climbs up. He The thing is, he climbs up El Capitan with no ropes, no safety equipment, nothing. Yeah. He just... Hands and feet just goes up the mountain to where I love that the filming crew that's documenting it can't even watch. Like the guy's turning aside saying, I can't even do this. I can't even do it. You know, tell me, is he up? I don't even want to look. And, but that it won. And spoiler, I mean, he survives. He was at the Oscars the year one. So, you know, he's, he's <laughs> fine. Um, but I was thinking during the movie, it's like, what a perfect little metaphor for like when he's climbing the mountain. Mm. It's like, you can't look down because that's probably going to throw y'all off when you see how high you are. You can't look too far up, even though you've got your plan mm-hmm. of how you're going to go up this mountain. And it's like a good metaphor for life. You just concentrate on that next hole, mm. that next footstep, that next thing where you put your hand, and that that's the way to succeed. I love just that. Just concentrate on that task right there in front of you, because if you go too far ahead of yourself or look back behind you, you're just probably going to fall off a mountain and die. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the lesson. Mm, so, yeah. but it is a great movie, it's, and you know he lives, and it's still incredibly nerve wracking. So. It is very. There's a lot of anxiety yeah. watching it, but also it's interesting. It's an interesting like uh, character study in this guy. Oh, yeah, and like they, you know, he goes through some like testing. Of, like like they test his brain, and they realize, yeah. yeah, he he just doesn't have the same fear response that normal people do, and it's like mm. sort of consistent in guys and women who do this kind of crazy shit, but also. You you look at the relationship between him and his his girlfriend, girlfriend. at the time. Yeah, it's like he's very much like yeah, whatever. I mean, right. I guess, mm-hmm. I, guess right. I love you. Like he just doesn't yeah. have a lot of normal, yeah, um, it takes emotional yeah responses to stuff. He's just like this. He's just on some other level. It's so interesting. Even when he got to the top, it was kind of like this relief, and also was like, like I forget the term he used, but it was kind of like. Yeah, that was pretty good. He's he's very he's like I, I kind of feel like I might could cry, but I don't I don't want to. It'd be better for the movie, but uh, I don't want to. I, I might I don't know. But yeah, he was just like yeah, okay, that was pretty pretty good. All right, I did that. Okay, yeah, and um, interesting. Yeah, I like how too when he it's the girlfriend's fairly new, I think, in the movie, but it's like all of a sudden he starts like having issues climbing and falling. I'm like, oh my god, it's her fault. She screwed up his photo. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. And, and the whole time they also were like referring to people that had recently had like fallen off and died. Yeah, yeah. People they were, do. Yeah. Like experienced climbers, very mm-hmm. experienced that I, did not make it either I, at that location or another location. It's just it's a hobby that I just can't it's not a hobby, but it's 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 an activity that you know you're probably going to die doing. 
Eventually. Yeah. Like you mm. can't, it's just not, it's not smart. Don't, don't, just don't do it. <laughs> just <laughs> I don't put it. a little rope on, you know? Yeah. What's the big fucking No one's going to think any less of you. And I think in this, he does do a lot of climbing with ropes. It's not, you know, and I think before he did it free solo, I think he used rope. Like, has he got to go up and kind of figure out how you're going to do it? So he practiced it with, I think, ropes and stuff, yeah. if I remember right. I was kind of half watching to where, like, he could figure out, okay, here's where I need to go for this. Here's where my hand's hold's going to be. Yeah, you're right. And he so, right, you know, because he, does, he, would just, he does research it. He would try different techniques, and he's like, okay, will this work? And he would do it and fail yeah, but because yeah. he had the rope on he didn't die that time exactly. um, so then he had to finally try all the ones that didn't work until he found one that did and then hope that it also worked when he wasn't wearing the rope <laughs> so just, just intense, mm, intense not movie. to get away from this year's Oscars but that was a good one that <laughs> yeah. was really a good one so anyway but yeah good luck Oscars hope <laughs> everybody wins uh, <laughs> everyone's a winner except yes. if you're trying to get from downtown LA to Long <laughs> Beach anywhere else in the city screwed <laughs> the citizens of LA <laughs> but if you're down there somewhere trying to make it through you know who knows maybe you'll run into Viola Davis or uh, yeah. you know any one of these Francis McDormand or someone any one of so, these lovely people yeah yeah okay and then we'll see so we'll talk you- about it next week we'll see what we'll see what <laughs> actually <laughs> happened how much are no predictions? <laughs> yeah. <went down. laughs> see if Free Solo wins anything this year. Uh, yeah, probably not. <laughs> All right. Shall we move on? What you watching? Well, you guys were talking up the never so much. I watched the first episode. Nice. And, okay. and I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Pretty good. And, and like, you know, I'm in it. I'm into it. I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm, I love the show. And then the credits roll. And the first oh, three know, names you see, Joss Whedon. I know. So that you makes know, it a little okay. less awesome, unfortunately. Well, but uh, you can't beat. I mean, it's just a good show. It's a really good show. It's a good show. Well, what's interesting, too, is they have these little, like, looks into the show after that oh, cool. play on HBO. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, like, it's... They're talking to everyone but Joss about yeah, the show, and it's interesting that a Joss profile <laughs> name like Joss, but yet they're talking to uh, you know the costume designers, the set designers, the actors, um, Jane Espenson. <laughs> I mean, other people, no Joss. They're definitely they are definitely just writing him out. But yeah, here's the thing, you know, it's his vision, his thing. It's and that's when I first started watching. I was like, oh, this is pretty good. And you remember, no, he is good. He's a great. <sighs> showrunner director you know he's done so many amazing things now he's got his personal problems that's for sure but mm. this show is really good and he's not doing season two so we'll see how yeah. season two holds up but exactly oh but it's, it is just a thing when that name his name yeah. alone comes up at the end you're like oh damn it. Oh. yeah it's yeah. i don't know i feel kind of torn like i don't know how i don't know i feel I weird feel okay I feel knowing weird that it. before it even came out they said he's not coming back and that he stepped away or was pushed away or whatever right. they want to say. But I thought it was maybe like based off of, you know, a graphic novel or mm-hmm. something else, but no, it's like his original, his original thing. But mm. I, I mean, I love it. I I yeah, hope really that good. next season is as, you know, keeps going in, in this direction. I, I mean, I hope the rest of this season's good. We're only on the second episode, but. Um, do we know, have they announced who's going to be filling in for him as showrunner next season? Yes. Let me look her name and up it's, while it's you not talk Jane about it yourselves. Philippa Gosselet. Say it again? It's Philippa or Philippa Gosselet. Okay. 
Don't know. I believe is who was announced. Um, and then everything else. Sure, she's great. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. Joss. So that is a plus. She <laughs> has. I feel yeah. like she has done some other show running, uh, but I don't know. Let's see. Um, mm. But she will be taking over, and she was involved in season one, so she's not just coming into okay. this. That's good. Oh, fresh. Okay. okay. Um, That's good. Yeah. So she's she's already been with the show. Um, Interesting. I don't remember any of the behind the scenes things. I don't think we've heard from her yet. And whatever I don't role think we she have. Could possibly currently would have been in. Hmm. Yeah, I'm curious what her role was. We do see a lot of Jane executive Espenson. producer. Okay, so she was, says she's probably a writer. Yeah, there's a lot of executive producers listed, but uh, including Jane, who does the talking, I guess, for the group. Um, but it's you know it's got two great lead women characters yes love the actresses that play them like the dungeon don't you can i get a, like a gentleman jack vibe from from amalia true a little bit like just the no nonsense yeah what a great mm-hmm. in charge kind of demeanor um there's definitely her the, the story you can see starts expanding you see little things mm. going on and see in episode two and i'm sure it's just gonna get more so awesome yeah and again the fight's really good in the second episode she's She's great. Excellent. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to uh, the rest of the season. Do we know how many episodes we're getting? Six. Okay. I remember it was news when it was cut. It was going to be eight. It was cut to six. And I don't know if that was a Joss-related thing or a, I don't know what was behind it, but it's good. I mean, I wish they had eight because I think it's it's one of those where they're kind of maybe trying to, all right, we'll cut it to six. We'll get rid of Joss. And all of a sudden it's out. It's like, oh, crap. This is really good. People are really yeah. digging it. And I'm just going through the different episodes uh so like Josh Joss writ, wrote himself several, uh, but there's other names in here. Okay, so there's hope. There's hope that they can sustain the level without him. <laughs> yeah, that's always the concern. But um, uh, okay, well, you know, we'll see. But it's definitely look if if you're conflicted about the Josh Joss element, uh, that's a factor. But you know he's leaving, and the show is really freaking good. Yeah, so yeah, it's fun. It's like Warehouse 13 meets Gentleman Jack meets Eureka <laughs> meets Buffy. Like, I just love it. It's it's funny. It's cute. It's original. Good. It's original. It original. It's really neat to see, you know, some of the inventions and just the the aesthetic. It's really great. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun, easy Take, walk. It takes you away into the world. <sighs> God damn it, Joss. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wish he wasn't an asshole. He's so brilliant. When it comes to TV, like he really is good at this. Yeah. And I just wish he wasn't a big asshole. Mm. <laughs> Allegedly. I mean, I think they, they talked to, I think he was probably given everything probably on his best behavior on this set. Cause the, oh, I yeah. think they did talk to some of the cast and they're like, Oh, he was great. And all this. So, mm. you know, but the, it's then everything blew up and they're like, sorry, Joss, we can't have this show dragged down because of yeah everything that you've done. Yep. Um, so, anyway, there's that. There you go. There you go, indeed. Well, um, uh, Wendy, you started watching The Wilds. I did, you know. Okay, so I don't want to talk too much about things that might be spoilery. Right. Let's not do that. So I got to the end of the first episode. And, you know, it looks like, so I'm only two in. And it looks like this group of girls stranded on this island. And the first yeah. thing, I was like, all right, I can see that this is not just an innocent oh no we just crashed like there's obviously something going on is that going to be the big twist but you find out at the end of first episode oh no here look we already acknowledge this is not just random mm-hmm. 
or at least not, you know, there's more obviously stuff going on. And then, like, so at the end of the first episode, the first that girl we're following, she finds the thing on the dead body and then <laughs> the calls the stupid thing. boyfriend. And then I'm thinking, okay, she doesn't try to call anybody out. Like, something's going on. Or either she's stupid or she's in on it. Right. So I just, I was like, if she's just stupid and just gets depressed because <laughs> that boy didn't want to talk to her, that she's kind of lied to anyway, and then screws the rest of their lives over because she's having a pity fest, then that annoys me. Right. But I, I again, we'll see where it goes. Yes. That's, I mean, generally speaking, it did remind me a lot of how difficult high school was <laughs> being a teenage girl uh, and feeling like you don't belong. Is there anything worse than that? I mean, the the, the, the angst is really easy to tap into on mm-hmm. this show. Like, I mean, I, you could definitely. I can relate. only imagine it being worse if you're crashed on an island. <laughs> I mean, that's barely. It's barely. It's barely worse. Than <laughs> well, because even at the beginning, she says, "You think being on islands tough? Try being like in high school, <laughs> yeah, high school exactly. girl." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you know, I'm sure that is, like, especially in that time of your life. Yeah, there's just nothing that's ever going to be worse. Yeah, everything is the even end up being of the on world. an island. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've only two in, but it's it's uh, I'm you know my favorite character is so far is like the little Texan girl." course the texas religion girl she's like but you know what but here's the thing (laughs) but that's the thing like i like that they made her she's actually a nice sweet person yeah she's not so far two episodes in right i know she's probably got her flaws in her backstory and i know she's got like fake teeth but uh (laughs) so far like i like that they're like she's like the oh i'm a sweet christian girl from texas and i you know blah 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 but i'm tougher than you think but i like that she's very very sweet and helpful to everyone she's not like she's not a mean girl trying She's not being a bitch to him or like saying, wow, she's just like, God, never make ugly or, you know, whatever. But she's like very sweet person and yeah. very trying to Sincere. be. So she might change. I don't know. But so far <laughs> I like her. And, uh, but, I, you know, so I'm curious to see where there's, you know, the twists and turns that are yet. Yeah. To something's fall coming. Down. Something's coming. I'm sure. In episode three, because that's how far you've gotten, right? Uh, yes. I mean, I just meaning like something. Just in general. It's, you yeah. know, we're building towards something. Yeah, okay. That's exciting. Tara, do you have any interest? I think you'd like it. Uh, mm, eh, Okay. I don't know. Pass. It's way down down on the list. Fair enough. That's fine. Other things I got to, you know, catch up on and watch. All right. That's that's fine. Well, listen, if you're not interested in the wilds, Tara, maybe. Can't wait to hear this. Maybe you could give another show a watch. It's called Sasquatch, Mm. and it's on Hulu. Sasquatch. I've seen this. I've seen the little. Do you want to watch Sasquatch? And I think, do they really see anything other than a blur? What's happening on the show, Cat? Are we what actually going to see Sasquatch? What kind of show is this? Like a reality show? Are they chasing an actual Sasquatch, or is it a scripted show? Is it a horror show? Is it a comedy? Let me tell you. All the above. It is a. It's my two worlds colliding. It's mm. it's paranormal meets tr- uh, true crime. Ooh. Mm. So it's like a documentary. <clears throat> it's three episodes. It's a documentary format. It's it's not scripted, so it's like legit. Uh, it's unscripted. <laughs> well, le- legit as it can be about Tesla. Okay. But I love like big. I'm a big Bigfoot. I'm actually wearing my, one of my Bigfoot shirts right now. Bigfoot. I you love have the, one a, of your big Bigfoot. Oh, that's shirts. right. You do. So <laughs> I obviously, I've been very into this for a long time. I've I'm. I've always loved the paranormal and Bigfoot in particular 
has, tu- has touched me, not in a weird way. <laughs> For some reason. Um, I've just always been into Bigfoot. Anyway, so this story takes place. This guy, he's a journalist. And he, when back in 1993, he was working on an illegal pot farm up in Northern California. And he heard first a first-hand account of a Bigfoot killing three dudes on a pot farm. Mm-hmm. And so he then goes back and tries to investigate that and look looking into it and, you know, talking to not only people in the Bigfoot world, but also in this, uh, of like in Humboldt County, like where, you know, these huge pot farms uh, in the 90s were in people's, uh, on people's properties and the police, uh, the cops came and they would, they would like, you know, uh, uh, helicopter in they'd slash all the all the 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 plants and then take off like basically like people's wow. entire you know farms were ruined and it's a whole thing i mean it's actually interesting the second episode it's hardly about bigfoot it's all about these pot farms and how uh how this community was built like in the 70s and the 80s by people trying to get off the grid and then they found that they could make money with a pot and whole big thing and then like organized crime got involved so just on that level it's really interesting but then the Sasquatch shows up, starts fucking, <laughs> fucking up people's shit. <laughs> so I'm only two episodes in. So I'm hoping the third episode, it really gets more into the, the, the Sasquatchy part of it. But Like, what does he do? What and Do people see him or say they see him? People, or? This was back in the 90s, said that there was several attacks that they would find... Um, uh, the people were being physically attacked that they would see. Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, I know it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> and this is why they were all farming pot. This is why they're probably, when they're on pot, they see Sasquatch. I don't know, That's, I I don't know what you're alluding to. there's a link between the pot farms and seeing <laughs> yeah. Sasquatch. I don't know what you're alluding to. Um, <laughs> but no, like apparently people were getting physically attacked by <laughs> Sasquatch. I don't know why you're laughing, Tara. Is it just was one Sasquatch? They think they they're. In, I don't know. I haven't it's watched family. The, I haven't finished okay. it. I'll let you know. Look, Cat. <laughs> yes. I like you. <laughs> love things like this. Yeah. I listen to Coast to Coast AM yeah. years on my drive same. to work. Same, I same. love the X Files. I want there to be a Sasquatch. I want there to be aliens. I love all this stuff. I'm just jaded and bitter and cynical. Fair. So I'm tired of shows where like, oh, Sasquatch. You'll never see him. It'll just be like, could it be? Is it? I don't know. So I'll take the risk. I'll dive in. But well, and to be fair, uh, I'm prepared to be disappointed. They talked to one of the the you know the famous video uh, film of the Sasquatch yes. sighting up in Northern California in the '60s. They talked to one of the guys that was there, and they also talked to somebody who claims that it was absolutely a fake. He's like, "I that was me. I was in that right. Suit. I've so, heard that. I've heard so that. It's def- they're not just saying like it's yeah. not." You know they're 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 presenting opposing views. Mm-hmm. It's not just like Sasquatch Squatch is real and he went up there, smoked some <laughs> dubs and <laughs> killed some people. Uh, Did he it, actually kill people? Like are people dead? That's that what he's trying to investigate. That's what the that's what so he doesn't he doesn't know if anyone's actually dead. No, but that's I mean that's kind of that's the whole the whole mm. point of the doc is All him, right, you him trying to figure out is this real? He's talking to people who remember the same. Uh, you know, first first hand accounts of it, and he's basically he's he's diving into it. He's investigating. It's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> so okay, I'll check it. Give out. it a, give I, a shot. Uh, hey, give a shot. You might. I not. just feel like we have more um cell phones and ability to record things than ever, but yet somehow we're getting less and less 
video evidence of anything. I want to see it, but I'll watch it. I'll check it out. And uh, we'll see. Watch Maybe the first 10 minutes and see, see, I will. see I will. if it, catch, it you know, catches your it, attention. By the way, I'm going to throw this little nod in Tara will laugh at me for. There's also another reality show that is one of, surprisingly, the top-ranked cable shows in all of cable. Like, it's huge. It's, like, above or right below, like, the cable news shows, whatever, every week. It's called Curse of Oak Island. And, look, my mom was obsessed <gasps> with it. I know that show. I've Have watched watching it. it. I haven't watched it recently, but I, I okay. like, the first, like, five or six seasons, I yeah. was, like, binged. Okay, yeah. Well, my mom got into it, and I was like, I don't know what this is she's talking about. So then I, I later decided, you know what, I'm going to watch it. So at least she'll have that to talk. We can talk about it, whatever. I'll watch it with her. Oh, I'm so hooked. Like, it's every week, so it's good. the show I look forward to most. And I'm just, like, I want him to find a ship. Or the Ark of the Covenant, or some crazy Blackbeard's like, gold, Blackbeard's okay. gold, now, the Holy Grail, something. Please tell everyone <laughs> what they found last week. Oh, a button, a button. <gasps> okay. So, but they look. They they make little discovery. They're probably one of their coolest things. They found like a cross from like that looks like it could be from Knights Templar back in the day, and they oh, find shit. all these could things be. dated. Could be. You know, they get them dated to like 1600s, 1700s, you know, so they, and they're digging holes. And then they found this big old board in the swamp, like that could be part of a ship, but then the waters came in, so they have to wait till the spring. Oh. They can only they can only uh, explore the island like a certain amount of months a year, because then right. the weather comes in and they have to shut down. And then they were they were shut down a bit, and uh, COVID got to them this last time too. It was I, like it was in its eighth season, and it is surprisingly one of the very highest rated cable shows on right now. It's I was surprised it's to, to very see, engaging. But. Very engaging. It's also very parody-ish. Uh, like, I, it cracks me up like, a button? Like, the announcer is always like, when they find in the most anything, a button? At the Ball Estate? Dun, dun, dun. From the 1700s? You know, and it's like they have these, like, when they announce how old something is, they'll zoom into one of the people's, like, vroom, the music, like, oh, this reaction, like, oh, that's really old. You know, but it's, I love it. I'm hooked. They've got this, like... Like dump truck driver, what are the things like that where they scoop the earth out? Yeah, whatever they call those sure. things. And earth he looks grunt. like he should have like a beer. He's got a big old guy. He's got like a beer, but he's but he's like his voice doesn't match what he looks like. He's like, oh yeah, let's find some more things another round. And then like the little metal detector guy. He's <sighs> like, oh great, Cody, that's a great find there. Oh my god, it's it's hysterical, and I'm I'm not gonna be happy till they find something. Neither will they. <laughs> I can't believe find something amazing. I can't believe it's still on. I didn't. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah. I'm hooked. What's so they found a piece of wood, a button. It takes a long time to dig cross. around on this island. The cross. Like is how many? Cool. How many episodes are there in a season? And do they find something every episode? Oh yeah, like a button. You know, sometimes like a. <laughs> okay, what else besides some the pottery? Heard the button. Um, one uh, episode <laughs> out of. Well, they found seasons. they found a road that was made all these years ago, like of rocks, like they put to to carry something off a ship. Oh, and they found old docks where ships would dock that are now down below under the water. They found mm. the things that make them. Uh, at some point, they somebody found like a like. Go, they went down a certain amount. And they found all these like boards at like different levels, and on one of them there was like a rock with some etchings of some figure, mm. like symbols and things that someone had put like way under the ground. But then like a water thing came in, and it was booby trapped. Right. So now they're trying to get down and find the treasure. I'm telling you, check it oh, out. It's pretty. Cool. I love it. If I had like if if I won the lottery tomorrow and yeah. I didn't have to work a day in my life again, this is what I would do. I would go. I would start looking for this sort of treasure and mystery like that to me is like i'd love it let's do it I'd, Cap. I'd be in heaven wendy we got to do this i'd love it let's go find some mysteries and explore them <sighs> somewhere sasquatches please, please. 
We have our own X Files. Oh my god, it was so fun! I wanted to do that back in the day. <laughs> Listen to Coast to Coast, watch X Files, and I was like, "How is that financially sustainable?" <laughs> it's not. Get yourselves a metal detector. <laughs> and I'm a scaredy cat. Like I don't know, I'd be scared really easily. Oh golly, but, yeah, Good no stuff. All right. See, look, we're getting okay. all kinds of recommendations today. Oh, totally. Sasquatch, totally checking out Sasquatch. Mystery sure. of Oak Island. Forget it. Uh, hey, here's another recommendation. Let's go to Purgatory real quick. She Nerds Out presents Live from Purgatory. Okay. Look out, look out, look out. Uh, guys, shameless self-promotion. Ooh, those are my favorite. <laughs> uh, I, for some time now, have been talking about this other podcast that I'm doing concurrently at the Your same time. So. She has another family besides us. <laughs> I know. I, I like to think jealous. of it as like we're all big one happy family, really. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. So <laughs> it's, called, <laughs> it's called This Herper Life. We just launched last week. And our first episode is out. It's about the music of Winona Earp. We talked to Andrea Higgins, the music supervisor from the show. And we talked to some artists who've had songs featured on the show, including Adeline, Desiree Dawson, and uh, Jill Andrews, who does who did the theme song. Mm. Anne Hicks Bleeker is my co-host on that. She's been on this. She's a friend of this podcast. Uh, she's the co-host of the Why Not podcast. Anyway... We're very proud of it. It's out now. You can find it on all the places that you can find this podcast. And uh, go check it out. At the end of this episode, we're going to play a little tidbit from it to kind of give you a taste to see if you like it. But um, yeah, it's out. So so if you're, if you're jonesing for some wine on herb content, that's a good place to find it. I think a lot of people are. It's hard mm-hmm. to, you know, you can let go. And I listened to, as I told you, half. because It was a short drive home, so I didn't get to finish it last night. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but it's very interesting. And I like how you guys decided you wanted to explore more about, you know, what goes in the show. And, and you know, you just, like, you don't want to let it go. And I get it. Like, it's got a lot of, it's going to have a lot of interesting topics. The music was interesting. I love, like, how people decide, you know, what songs or music or whatever. And it was interesting to listen to, like, uh, your guests talk about, like, sometimes she'll, like, for shows have different music for different just moods but mm-hmm. like with this it was like the characters had their own sort of music or a cup you know way hot had their music and exactly. you know, doc had his sort of feel of music or the bars had their different you know yeah so andrea's amazing she's has just so much passion she you can tell mm-hmm. she loves her job she loves what she does and she loves the show and yeah. the way she talked about winona Earp was not like a way that she would talk about other shows that she works on so uh she's just a fascinating person we talked to her for like two hours Oh, wow. Um, and we could have wow. probably kept going, but yeah. She, and she remembers all these stories. She remembers why songs were chosen, and Emily said this, and then we did, like, it's just incredible. She's amazing. Definitely want to finish. I will finish it, because it's, uh, yeah, I do love that topic of, yeah, of music and TV and film. So, yeah, check it out. We have more stuff coming, but um, it's out there. It's not a one and done? No, no. It's, <laughs> unfortunately that's not. That's good to know. Don't, don't sign up and then that's it. And then <laughs> no, no, no. Work. There's more coming. It's just. You got to yeah. do more now. You got everybody hooked. <laughs> On the hook. Exactly. Uh, Tara, San Diego. What's any, yes. any, any updates? Um, well, next weekend I am traversing into the whale's vagina, otherwise oh! known as, <laughs> as San Diego. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I have some updates. Oh, great. So, as I mentioned last week, mm. 
fellow erper Tammy and I, and possibly Wendy, ah. uh, will uh, be going down to San Diego. Well, Tammy lives there, so we're going to be hanging with her. And we're just going to have like a fun um, day out, and we're going to start at Bird Park in Pershing, oh. on Pershing Drive in San Diego. Okay. Uh, I believe at 3 p.m. on Saturday, 5 one. Yes. yes. May 1st. Yes. May 1st. Indeed. May Day. Isn't that a day? Is sure. That a I, I believe know. it is. Yeah. It's in Balboa Park. Uh, it is has a beautiful view of downtown. Hmm. We will be sitting there on a blanket, <laughs> uh, perhaps drinking a little something. <laughs> there will be erpers about, at least two to three of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be there. In the area. Uh, please join us. Please let us know if you think you might want to join us so we can look for you. But I'm going to make my own Comic-Con, even if it just means <laughs> me walking around the gas lamp quarter, asking where it is and asking if anyone has any Comic-Con <laughs> specials in the bars. Amazing. <laughs> to figure out what costume I'm going to wear. But <laughs> just felt like a little getting out of town. Amazing. You know. So if anyone's in the San Diego area, <laughs> Saturday, May 1st, let us know. Balboa on Park. any of the, uh, yeah, hit us up, email us, great. Uh, write us on the socials. Uh, yeah. Amazing. Okay, great. I can't wait to, are, and you're going to record a segment there? Yes. A little se- perfect. Yep. Can't wait. I'm excited. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It might just be, it just might be you, me, and Tammy, assuming, I mean, I'm getting my second shot the day before, so assuming I'm not feeling absolutely miserable, right. I will be there. I, I have planned to be there. I think I'll be fine. But uh, yeah, it, you know, it might just be a nice sunny day with you, me, and Tammy. And yeah, why not? Talking some herp, and we'd love to have guests. Amazing. Please be our guest. I would Although we have almost nothing to offer you except... <laughs> Our friendship. Almost nothing. What are you talking about? To hang out with two of the, the hosts of the Shooting Adult <laughs> podcast? Two snoplings? Come on. That's huge. You're right, Kat. That is pretty that's, cool. That's a gift in and of itself. I'm looking forward to it myself. Amazing. I am too. Just to get out of town for Good. Pete's sake. I hope. So. I, I really hope somebody shows up. Even just one person. <laughs> you know? Just Wouldn't that be great? Another person. Uh, Even would... if you don't like Winona Earp. Yeah, that's fine. Or right? you don't know it. You don't, haven't watched it yet. We'll get you into it. Yeah, you guys can act out, hang some, out some stuff. We can, yeah, we'll do like a live Bring version. Yeah. That would be fun. I, w- I wish I could see that. <laughs> we'll take pictures. <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. And yeah, we should put that up on the socials too, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll social it. Social it up. <laughs> Great. Listen, guys, before we before we wrap it up, we got some more beers. People are keeping Ooh, us hydrated. Uh, do you have those up? Do you guys want to help me read some of these I up? do. I sure. Go for I it. I can help. You go. All right. Michaela, she sent us 12 beers. What? It says, hey, ladies, thanks for being awesome. I'll try to make my next email less depressing. <laughs> it was not depressing. No, Michaela. it we was awesome. so appreciate it. You are awesome. Um, we really appreciate, you know, you sharing it with us and uh, hope you keep listening and we'll get to talk to you again and maybe 
uh, meet up with you and some of these other folks that have and drink <laughs> real beers. Yeah. That would be fun. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yes, real beers always more fun. Uh, we've got Anik's the. Pubs beer gardens are back over and over, <laughs> open over here. So I thought you guys would like a beer in the sun. Enjoy. Keep on snopping. Mm, we thanks, will do our Nix. best. We got three because she knows we don't share. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that they they usually come in threes. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Well, yeah. Uh, and if you can only if you only can do one, that is okay. Just tell us which one of us is supposed to drink it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Please. we know which one of us is more popular. Yeah. And definitely. So that we. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> that will not end well. Because <laughs> we are really competitive. <laughs> super, super competitive. <laughs> we also got some beers from Alice. Alice sent us two rounds of beers. Ooh. Uh, and her, her comment was something nice. <laughs> Thanks, Aww. Alice. Appreciate Winky that. Winky face. Winky face. We do appreciate that. We do. And Beck, she sent us six beers. Yes, six. It's customary week. in Australia to show up with a six pack. Don't drink in pod. That's the only kind of pod I, I know, was going to say. Although I'm not drinking right now. I'm not drinking. That's right true. Now. I went for a run this morning. Mm. Show off. I'm Show not off. drinking yet. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks, everybody. We appreciate the beers. If you go to SheNerdsOut.com, you can buy us a beer. You can leave us a voicemail. You can send us a message. You can get caught up on past episodes. And you can link to our socials, which are... On the Twitter at Snobbodcast, 1D. Facebook and Instagram at SheNerdsOutPodcast. And you can send us an email the old, good old-fashioned way at SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. Or write it teeny tiny on a dice like AK did. <laughs> we'll take it. You can do that too. All right. Well, happy snopping with you guys. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> Always a pleasure. What number is this? This is 97. 97, guys. Woo. Hey, listen. 97, if you guys want to, uh, we're going to be having, you know, we're going to do our 100th episode. If you want to get, send us a shout out, send those in now. If you want to wish us a happy 100 or tell us, hey, guys, these first 100 weren't great. Let's get them, you know, better. Whatever. <laughs> Let's step it up a little yeah. bit. Uh, but send those in now so that we can make it part of our celebration. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As I was saying, on that note, she nerds out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things. Dirty things. In April of 2016, a TV show named Winona Earp debuted in the U.S. and Canada. Shortly thereafter, a fandom was born. And not just any fandom, and not just any fans. These fans call themselves Erpers. Welcome to This Erper Life, a podcast about the stories behind the fandom. I'm Anne. And I'm Kat. We're both Erpers, and we both wanted to know more about the show and fandom we love. Each week, we take a closer look at the stories behind the show and the fandom that celebrates it. So let's start talking about some songs. Tell That Devil, obviously, is uh, is the the um, opening title song. What was the search for that song like to, to find the, the, you know, essentially the anthem of this show? What was that process like? You don't know it's going to be an anthem, right? It's just like, okay, a theme song, right? Um, it can be anthemic. Uh, we certainly want it to be anthemic, right? Like, and I feel like in... Ugh, especially recently, a lot of the art of the theme song has gone away. 
in a lot of ways. Like there was a chunk of time where it was like the hot thing. Like you want a song playing over your opening, you know, minute and a half opening credit sequence. And then I found a trend of uh, title sequences just being like five, five seconds, like just a card. And it's like a ding, like a sting. So I kind of assumed that's where we were going, which I think would have been kind of a bummer. But they're like, no, 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 we want a song. And those meetings were fun too, because it was like, also, I didn't know what the images were going to look like. So it was kind of like, it's a fun challenge because it's like, yes, we're going to license a song for the theme song. But what does it look like? What is it? What's the vibe? What's the tone? Is there anything I can go off of? Not really. But we had, so I was like, we need a phone call. No, we had these great phone calls with all the producers and Emily. And I remember there was a lot of people on that phone call near the beginning. And I don't know. I remember it just being really like, we want it to be, you know, driving, um, trying to remember because it was like five years ago. Um, yeah, I think it just needed to be like driving, dusty, edgy. Um, it had needed some swagger. Singer songwriter, Jill Andrews. So I just had been writing for a publishing company and, um, we had written a song. I'd, I'd gotten together with these two guys, um, Emery Dobbins and Matthew Mayfield, one day. We were just playing around, you know. We were writing a song, and um, Matthew was playing this really cool, like, swampy-sounding acoustic guitar part. And he was like, oh, that's really cool. I remember there was someone on the call who was like, oh, it'd be great if there was some kind of word in it, like gun or, like, devil. And, you know, sometimes... Sometimes lyrics and melodies come to you easier than others, but that day in particular, um, after we had just walked down to the corner gas station and gotten a six pack of beer, um, <laughs> uh, things were coming pretty smoothly, honestly. <laughs> so I, I just was like, I don't know. It, it felt, it felt like the lyrics. So that, that were eventually written. So I just, I, I remember immediately kind of being like you know and just like what do you guys think about this and they're like yeah that's cool that's really cool I reached out to a trusted colleague at a publishing company and I was like we're doing this new show this is the kind of thing we're looking for these are the kind of like references put some ideas together and send them to me from your catalog um because I knew they had some they represent represented some really great writers and so they sent me a playlist of like, I don't know, 10 or 12 songs. And it was kind of like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. <sighs> Bingo. I just heard as soon as the first like three seconds came in, I was like, this is the song. This is the song. This is the winner. We are done. The search is over. We are done. In my gut, in my heart of hearts, I was like, this is it. And I just kept playing it on repeat. There's, this is it. This is the song. But I was also a little like, I knew that they wanted something maybe a little more recognizable. And anyway, so I'd, I just, I don't know. I, I just knew I felt like this was it, but I can't just send one idea. I had to send a bunch of ideas. And so honestly, I was like having not seen the images, like I, I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but I sent it off and yeah, it just, everyone seemed to gravitate towards it. 
Um, and, but no final decisions were made. It was kind of like, oh yeah, yeah this is okay. Feeling this one. Um, that was Emily's favorite. I certainly remember that. And then they just kind of circulated it. And from what I hear, everyone they circulated it to just seemed to have the same response. Like, oh yeah, this sounds like the show. Yeah, this is great. That was the song. <laughs> but then it was like, can, okay, can we do the deal? Right? It's like, there's so many layers. It's like creative. Yes. Get everyone on board. Check. Can we do the deal? Part of my job is like, I need to know we can do the deal before I even present the idea. Cause it's just like, why get everyone excited about something and then go, Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's not how I roll. So yeah, that's kind of how it came together. And we reached out to Jill's team and she has a couple of co-writers. So it was just like, let's make sure everyone's on board. And it really came together. Uh, we tried some music edits against picture and then we sent it to the, it's just a whole process, right? Like then the images for the opening title sequence were being created with the music. So that was kind of cool. And then the whole post-production process of in the mix, like adding the gun sound. And I remember sitting there listening to like the gun for like, an afternoon it was fun, but it sounded awesome. Like, louder, make it louder. That was, um, yeah, that was, I think that was Jordy's idea. One of the producers he was like, what if we added a gun at the end? And then it was really, really exciting to do the callback to the song in season three, um, the acoustic version. That was really special. I, it's interesting. That was Emily's idea too. When, yeah, the episode where we find out about dolls. Yeah, that was a last minute creative call too. We were basically finished the episode. We had mixed it. It's like, great, you know, great job guys. You know, another episode in the can. And Emily turns around. She's like, I have an idea. What if we change the theme song for one hour? episode and it's tell that devil but it's sad that is an amazing idea or no I, for, there was different ideas we were um we were talking about maybe having it played on like a cello or like have having rob like score a version but yeah there was she was like but what if we had jill make a sad cover and i was like this is an amazing idea how much time do i have <laughs> she's like you have like 24 hours so I'm like, okay, let me go make a phone call. And it was just like, okay, let's just, I don't know if I can pull this off, but I am certainly going to try. And so, yeah, like Jill was game. She did it. She fired it off in like, oh my God, she did that in like a day. As, a, as an artist, when you get a request to do something like that, you just don't have a choice. I, it's not like I was going to say no, you know, I was the only one who could really fulfill that you know, because it was, it was me singing the original one. It was like, you know, I, I had written it. There was a lot of heart and soul into it. I mean, I guess they could have gotten like Katy Perry to do it, but, <laughs> but it just wouldn't have been the same. So I was like, okay, I got to do it no matter what I have going on. Honestly, I did a lot of it myself. I recorded, a, um, yeah, I played guitar and I sang, and then I had one of my friends, Lucas Morton, he played keys on it. I think he sang some harmony and he mixed it and it was done. I mean, it was like really, really quick. I think it was a Friday this came up and we had until Monday and yeah. So she pulled it together and it was also that like 
bit of stress of like, oh, what if we don't like it? What if it's back and it's like not working? And in my head, that, not out loud, just like there is always a what if, but I, I chose optimism. It was like, Jill's going to knock it out of the park. And she did. It came back and I pressed play and just, I was speechless. Like I was just, it was so good. Tell that devil to take you then it was like she did the whole song it was like oh gosh now we have to edit it into the the 30 second intro and then it was like we have to use the whole song somewhere I don't know where and Emily was like I know where so um yeah bringing it back in in 12 was like oh my gosh it was just gutting it was just oh my god so that was that just it was so exciting that happened and I couldn't wait for everyone to see it just it was so beautiful and heartbreaking when a song can do that is it's so magical so yeah we're I'm so um, grateful to Jill for making that happen came around to watch me break 